I, maybe I did play just a little bit too much. Oh, Judas Priest! <laughs> you won't hear us playing Judas Priest, but you will be hearing an entertaining sports show with myself, Frank, and David the Man of God Harris on WSUT's After Further Review, airing Saturdays 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. and throughout the week with our replay 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. on Toledo's only alternative and your on-campus radio station, 88.3 WXUT. After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. <laughs> he is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. Fula. Lawson here, and guess who we got on the phone again? We got Brian Gets Buckets Buckies from the Toledo Blade. Once again, let's welcome him on in here as uh, he's always giving you the inside information on Toledo Rockets football, men and women's basketball, and sometimes even baseball. As you guys do know, this is a shortened show today because the Rockets do play at noon as they play the Buffalo Bulls. And we're going to talk a little bit about that with Brian Bucky, as well as last week's uh, kind of disappointing loss for the Rockets as they dropped one in divisional play, which we thought maybe could have been an easy victory. But the first half was pretty disastrous and the Rockets had to pick it up in the second half, but still came up short against the Eastern Michigan Eagles up there. What they call is the factory as they lost by two points, 28 to 26 and Brian the, the 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 question everybody is asking is what happened and what's going on with this defense? Yeah, um, thanks for having me on. I, I think uh, it was just a really slow start, kind of sluggish on both sides of the ball. I think, you know, Coach Handel mentioned this weekend, you know, the first play on defense, they jump offside. Uh, first play on offense, they line up wrong and, and run kind of a broken play. So they, they just kind of got off on the wrong foot and they just got really dominated in the, in the first half. And it was, it ended up being just enough of a hole that they couldn't quite, you know, come back once they kind of picked it up, especially offensively in the, in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I, 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 I guess that's the, that's the question. Did, did, did it seem like the team just wasn't prepared? Maybe they thought that it was going to be an easy victory possibly. I think that could have been the case. Um, defensively, it's just kind of the same old story with just giving up huge plays in the, in the run game, especially um, their quarterback, Mike Glass, had like 125 rushing yards in the first half. Because one of their running backs broke off like a 60-yard run. He just ran up the middle and no one touched him. Um, so they, they had that kind of happen to him again, and they, they cleaned it up a little bit in the second half. Um but Mike, Mike Glass got injured at the end of the first half, so he didn't play any of the second half. So they didn't really have a, the threat of a running quarterback. So um, 
anyways, they kind of cleaned it up a little bit in the second half and didn't allow any points, but it was just kind of one of those things where the damage was kind of already done. So now the Rockets, I think, are believe now at four and two right now. And or was it? Yes, it is three and three. Excuse me. Yes, three and yeah. three. They lost to Fresno State, Miami, Eastern. I believe they're one and one in the conference. While yeah, that's right. Buffalo comes in at six and one overall, and oh. they've got a pretty good team. Yeah, absolutely. Their only loss this year is to Army, who's also a very good team. Um, they're sitting on top of the, the Mac East, so they're, they're coming in with some confidence. Um, good offense, good defense. They're just a, a really good team all around. Um, they 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 have this top you know scoring defense in the Mac right now. They have a future pro at linebacker in Khalil Hodge, and another future pro at receiver in Anthony Johnson, and potentially a future pro at quarterback in Tyree Jackson. Now, is is it surprising that Buffalo? Is coming back up to the Mac. I mean, they had a couple good years when they had Khalil Mack, and then after Khalil, yeah. Khalil Mack left, then Buffalo kind of fell apart. Now they're kind of back, and like you said, they're looking pretty good. Where? How did this reassurgence come? I think I watched them a little bit last season. They were pretty decent and competitive. Yeah, I think they showed some signs last year of being, um, you know, showed kind of flashes of brilliance at times, but it didn't really put it all together. Um. I don't know exactly what they were. I thought they were somewhere around six and six or something last year, maybe. Um, but yeah, that's kind of translated this season into something into you know a really good, a really good season right now. Another coach has done a really good job of, of kind of rebuilding and building up the program back to like you said when they had guys like Cleveland Mack and and that. But I think you know, I think that a lot of it. Lies on, on Coach Leopold and what, what he's been able to do over the, over the past, I believe it's four or five years that he's been there. Is now this for the a lot of fans want to know this? Is this like a must win for the Rockets? Because I, I really think that not a lot of people would have thought the Rockets would be three and three. I mean, obviously, they possibly the loss to Miami was possible. Fresno mm-hmm. State did get better, but you got to also understand too. A couple years ago, when Fresno State was here, we you know we pretty much slapped them up, but now they're a different football team. And yeah. then the loss to Eastern. Out of those three losses, would you say the Fresno State and the Eastern loss are kind of like bad losses? Yeah, I actually don't think the Fresno State's a bad loss. Really, I think they're a good team, and they put out the guy last and play them. You know. Um. I know they look terrible and they hit in the glass well two years ago, like you mentioned, but they're a good team now and they're Jeff Tedford and I don't really view that as a bad loss. I mean Eastern I would think would qualify probably as a bad loss. Um but yeah, I think it is kind of a, a kind of a swing kind of a game that could really swing the season either way, actually. I mean if you're looking at a three and four team and a one and two team in the back, that's not not going to go over well with fans, and it's not going to be a good sign for where they want to be, you know, getting back to the MAC championship game. So, and if they win, I mean, that could be a huge lift. They have a quick turnaround against Western, at Western Michigan on Thursday, so that's another big game they have to be ready for. So if they get this one at home, it could kind of catapult them into kind of the sort of stretch around of the season.
No, that 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 is, I guess, crazy. I, I'm I'm like I said, I'm surprised by this because, like I said, if the Rockets pretty much do lose, I hate to say if, uh, I think a back championship might be a little bleak. Would you think? Yeah, yeah, I think Northern and Western are sitting with no losses, I believe, and that in the Mac. Let's see, yeah, Northern Illinois four and zero. Western Michigan three, you know, so. and we still have them to play. Right, both those teams. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, a lot could change. Obviously, there's a lot of um, football to be played. There could be some, you know, craziness. I, I think, uh, I think it's kind of a season where there's not one team really, especially in the Mac West, that's just kind of shoulders, head and shoulders above the rest, really. So a lot of things could happen. But maybe a, you know, a three-loss team maybe potentially could. To win the West. Well, obviously, Northern Illinois overall is four and three. All their wins are in conference play. Western yeah. Michigan's three and all. They've only got they've got two losses. Three of their five are in conference play. They've won five in a row. And then Ball State yeah. currently sits at three and four. Uh, Eastern Michigan sits at three and four, along with Toledo. Um, and three, but then again, though, Eastern Michigan's one and three right now, so I don't really see them having a shot. Uh, yeah. Uh, getting, I, I think with, with Eastern Michigan, they probably had their walls against the, their back against the walls, and knew if they would have lost to Toledo, they could be a possible zero and four in conference, and, and definitely would not have been able to uh, contend for anything. And and by the way, I think a lot of people were giving Eastern Michigan a lot of hype too, thinking that they were going to be a little bit more competitive than what they were this year, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, they kind of turned things around as well. They had a lot of close games that they lost last season, and they've lost a lot of close games already this season. So they finally found a way to, to hang on and win one of those games against Toledo. But um, yeah, I mean they're not a, they're not a terrible team, and they could could challenge some teams in the in the in the MAC West, I guess. And I'm looking at the the rest of their uh, um, schedule here. Northern Illinois actually is at BYU on the uh, 27th, so they actually have a bye week. Then they continue uh, Mac play at Akron, and then they have Toledo, obviously on the seventh, which that's always a big game. That's going to be here at the Glass Bowl. Then they got Miami, Ohio, and then they're at Western Michigan. So the Toledo game, the seventh, is going to be big for Toledo, obviously. And then if everything plays out, I'm I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess here. On the twentieth, a lot of Toledo fans are probably going to be watching Northern Illinois at Western Michigan if they're looking to. to see if they can contend for another Mac championship and represent the Mac West. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think it'll probably come down to the wire. There'll probably be a lot of different, you know, scenarios in play, but like I said, there's a lot of football to be played, so that'll kind of play itself out. Yeah. And then here I'm looking at the Western uh, Michigan uh, schedule. They're at central this week, uh, kind of a directional uh, rival rivalry that they got going on here. And then, yeah, the Rockets play on the 25th, which is actually eh, uh, kind of a was that a Thursday night game? Who's that? Yeah, next Western. Yeah, it's a Thursday night game because the 27th. Yeah, it's Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday. Thursday. Yeah. So they now the Rockets play Buffalo on a Saturday. Then it's kind of shortened week and play Thursday in Kalamazoo. So there's the big game right there. Toledo needs to take care of, and then they have Ohio on the first. We start getting in that midweek action, action as we like to call it, at Ball State, and then on the twentieth is Northern Illinois. Um, that is, I believe, during the weekend of um, of uh, 
Thanksgiving, and obviously we'll be looking at some of that stuff. Now we go over a little bit to the east. Possibly these could be some of the teams that they could be be looking at. Um, I'm like trying to pull back up the the the, the actual uh, standings here, as 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 we always say that the MAC East is usually the MAC least. And uh, it looks like Buffalo is once again three and zero. So if if the Rockets play everything out, it could be a rematch of them and Buffalo in the MAC championship game, or they can even see Miami of all teams at three and one. They're really big in Cincy, by the way. I was down at a coach's clinic, Brian, and uh, they they really like to put Miami on the uh, the television airwaves down there. Okay. Yeah. That's good. And and then Ohio and Akron and Bowling Green and Kent State and Bowling Green have oh why have they fallen as they uh, actually had to do a little bit of a, a coaching change uh, mid mid season and I was going to ask you did you agree I know you don't really call call you know cover them but basically did you agree with them kind of getting rid of Mike Jinx to me if you're going to do a coaching change in the middle or the beginning of the season you're saying oh we can salvage this season and we can get some wins and basically go to a bowl game. Or even contend for you know a league championship, but they're not competing for anything. They're not going to go anywhere. So what was really the the point of getting rid of Jinx? Yeah, I don't know if I just wanted to jump jump start the whole process and kind of get that going. And like you said, I mean they've they've had some close games and <clears throat> they've been in some games, but I don't think there's much hope for you know for this season. But um, I guess they just felt like it was the, the time that they needed to to kind of strike and make that move and get things going towards finding a new coach. Well, yeah, and but then again, though, you you, you still got to get through the season because Carl Pellini is or kind of a lame duck, and he, I mean, yeah. you understand you're still trying to bring in some of those recruits that are from the Jinx administration. But let's say if I'm a recruit, it's like, well, how do I know you're even going to be be here after the Bowling yeah. Green's last game? Yeah. So if they thought yeah. they were trying to get a, a little bit of a head start, uh, they're 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 they're, they're sadly uh, mistaken. Um, once again, uh, twelve o'clock noon start. Uh, and and Jason Candle uh, looking to probably bounce back uh, with the victory. What are some things that uh, the Rockets need to do to at least get this victory or be competitive? Um, well, for one, I think they have to stop the run. They've had a big problem doing that, allowing those chunk plays. So I think on defense in general, they have to. Buffalo's a pretty explosive offense, so they kind of got to keep keep them from getting big chunks and, and big plays that are kind of backbreakers for the defense. Um, they probably want to get the run game going a little bit on offense as well. They've been a little slow doing that. Um, I mean, other than that, you know, special teams have been good for Toledo, so maybe they can get a big play, you know, on a punt block or a punt return by Deontay Johnson or a kick return by Deontay Johnson or something like that. So, um, they'll need to be good in you know in all phases of the game, really against a really good good team all around in Buffalo. Oh man, that that sounds like a a, a lot for the, the the Rockets basically to, to take care of. And then once, like I said, once again, once they get done with them, they've got Western Michigan, Ball State, Northern Illinois. Kent State could be an actual you know gimme win, but it's at Kent State. You never know; certain crazy things happen. And then on November twenty third, which is a Friday, which is Black Friday, they end up playing uh, Central Michigan, and then, like I said, also about 
around about two weeks or actually a week from now we will also have rocket basketball so the leaves are changing color it's getting a little bit crisper in the air and uh, this is actually most of the favorite time for sports people because almost all four sports major sports are going on and college football is getting the thick of their college football playoff and looking at also a championship uh, contention for a lot of teams yeah it's a great time of the year you know um, once basketball gets rolling it'll be It'll be pretty busy. I can't believe we're already talking about basketball. It's kind of crazy. I'm watching the NBA game the other last night, and it's like basketball um, almost back here. And then college basketball it starts you know, beginning of November. And so that with, with football will make for a busy time, but it's also an exciting time for, for college sports. Yeah, and the thing also, um, I, I'm getting ready for practice plans and everything. One last thing, you got a good article, Small School Roots Show for Toledo and Buffalo Head Coach. Just talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so I know one of the, the biggest rivalries when you kind of look at Division Three football is, you know, the first thing you think of is Mount Union because of all the success they've had. Uh, the team that they're always been facing in, in these finals are, is Wisconsin Whitewater. And uh, it turns out that Jason Candle was the offensive coordinator at Mount Union when Lance Leipold was the head coach at Wisconsin Whitewater. And they had two two games where they overlapped and uh, – and played in the in the finals of the Division Three national championship game. So just kind of look back on on how kind of Mount Union kind of you know shaped the candle a little bit in, in his time here at Toledo and kind of what you know Leipold took from his time at, at Wisconsin Whitewater. So it's kind of an interesting um, kind of look at at those guys dating back to their D three roots. It always starts in D3, man. So what you got coming up next, Brian? I know it's the Buffalo game, but you got any good articles that we need to be looking out for? Um, Nothing that jumps to mind. I think basketball media day is on is next week. So I'll have a kind of college basketball um, preview type articles coming up. So other than that, just kind of normal stuff. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, that is. Uh... That'll be, and then you're talking about the Rockets have their own media day. I think Mac they they don't have a Mac Media Basketball Day, do they? I don't think that you Mac Media um, Day for basketball. I don't know if they used to do that or not, but um, no, they haven't been one of those. So. Yeah, when I when I was a sports director, they actually had it where it was like a conference call. You would call in, and then all the all the coaches were you know on the phone or whatever, and, and that was kind of like your media. It's not like football where you go up to. Detroit, and you're sitting there talking to all the coaches or the ADs or whatever, or two selected players. For them, it would probably right. be going to Cleveland since it's at the MAC tournament. You know, all roads in and lead to Cleveland. So, but no, usually it's on a on a phone or something, and they have the conference call. That's what it was when I was a sports director. Now, it, it possibly could have changed. But uh, Brian, as usual, man, you're always giving us the the good stuff. So. Got to give you our applause, man. And hopefully the Rockets a win today against the Buffalo uh, Bulls. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, thanks for having me again. All right. Thanks, Brian. Yep. yep. That was Brian Bucky. Brian gets buckets Bucky here on 88.3 WCTs. After further review, giving you a preview of the Buffalo game. Once again, they also, uh, Rockets will play at new that's coming right up so once again the wxt uh sports team will be giving you the game so that's why we have a shortened 
after further review for you here. And, uh, you know, like I said before, that's sometimes how it goes. I, I actually kind of like the, the year before the Mac mid-action, mid-action, mid-week action, excuse me, uh, games. that they, They've actually played them on Saturdays at good times at noon. Very rarely have they had a night game. You know, as I said before, as I was the sports director, most of the games were at 7 o'clock. And uh, you kind of got out of late. So now they're at noon, so they're at a reasonable time. And I think they don't have too many uh, midweek week action games either for the, the, the UT Rockets. Anyway, uh, when we return, if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you always listen to the podcast, man. Sign up. I know we got a lot of uh, listens the last time, too. Um, go to WXUT after further review. Uh, make sure you go to SoundCloud. WHT after further review with a picture of Frank Vaster and the horse's head. You can check that out there. Or if you have an iPhone, it's going over to iTunes. It's just after further review. Same picture with Frank Vaster and the horse's head. It gets always loaded. Make sure you hit subscribe because when you hit subscribe, every time we load a new episode or a podcast segment, it tells you on your phone, bing, hey, what's up? We got you a new episode from after further review and you can listen to us in your car or at work. I listen to plenty of podcasts while I'm at work jamming out. Uh, so it makes the time go by really fast, and it's pretty much easy and mobile. So like I said, we're trying to go that route for you. And uh, also, iTunes also takes you to the, the SoundCloud page as well. But if you know if you're an Android user, you know you can get the SoundCloud app. And I believe also if you subscribe to us on there or follow us, it lets you know that we got a new podcast up. Coming up next... Uh, we got more podcasts on the podcast side, online side. Um, we'll take a quick commercial break here on after further review on the live side of, of it and then wrap the show up a little bit. But once again, always thank you for listening to 88.3 WXUT's after further review. And once again, thanks to Toledo, Toledo Blades sports beat writer and uh, for the Toledo Rockets, Brian Bucky. We'll return after this. <laughs> 